Ice Chief Mac, and welcome to Liberty Relearn, not just another conservative blog. And I am your host, JP Mac, and welcome to the show on this Super Bowl Sunday in February. And as of right now, the game remains unresolved. So there you go. You will, by the time you hear this, you will know who won, if you're interested. So anyhow, uh, something that I'm pretty sure you are going to be interested in is um, you probably heard by now about the special counsel that was um, trying to decide whether or not to charge Biden, uh, President Biden, with mishandling classified documents. Well, no surprise there. They didn't. They found an excuse, but oh, what an excuse they found. And so we are going to be discussing that in this special uh, Super Bowl Sunday version of Liberty Relearned. And so first we have uh, from... Just the news, uh, we have this article here, and it's entitled, Read the Full Trans, Full Special Counsel Report on Biden's Handling of Classified Materials. And it talks about, um, as I mentioned, the uh, special counsel report that came out, and basically, well, it, I mean... It didn't charge uh, Joe Biden with any crimes, even though he, um, yeah, it says right in the report, you know, crimes were committed. And so he had the documents and he had them knowingly that it says so in the report. But it, the report had to make an excuse um, not to uh, charge Biden because, you know, it's the corrupt. Biden regime. So, but what this, uh, you know, the the um, DOJ was never, ever, ever going to go along with pressing charges against Biden. It was just never going to happen. Um, so what did happen? Something possibly even worse, if you can imagine that, for the president. And that thing being... Um, this special uh, counsel's report, which basically said that uh, the president is just a well-meaning old man who's very forgetful. And so that's the excuse they used because they said that no jury would convict this guy. They'd be too sympathetic for this uh, simple forgetful old man. And so... You know, so that I'm sure the Biden uh, team wanted to get this behind them, but I don't think they wanted uh, to get them behind them this behind them in this particular way. So anyway, we have this in just the news. Read the full special counsel report on Biden's handling of classified material. And there I go, I read it right that time. Okay, um, and it starts out, 
The Department of Justice on Thursday sent to Congress Special Counsel Robert Hur's report on President Joe Biden's handling of classified material. Hur had harsh words for the President's conduct, but recommended no charges. He further indicated that Biden had struggled to recall basic details about his career, including the f- dates of his vice presidency. Now, I think you remember something like that. I don't know, but, you know, kind of important. But I know it's not the most important job in the world. <laughs> but still, I mean, that was the high watermark of his career at the time. So you think you remember that. Um, it says you can read the full report here. So what does that full report say? Well, um, while we're waiting, boop, 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 boop. And here it is, so you can see for yourself. And so we're just going to go through this and let's see what's interesting. Executive summary. We conclude that no criminal charges are warranted in this matter. We would reach the same conclusion even if Department of Justice policy did not foreclose criminal charges against a sitting president. Our investigation uncovered evidence that President Biden willfully retained and disclosed classified materials as his vice presidency after his vice presidency when he was a private citizen. So let me read that again. Our investigation uncovered evidence that President Biden willfully retained and disclosed classified materials after his vice presidency when he was a private citizen. And of course, to do that with no plenary ability, uh, power to the vice president to declassify documents as uh, the president did, um, Trump did, um, in his document case, he had the plenary power as president, say that three times fast, um, to declassify the documents. Well, of course, he was vice president, Biden was, he did not have that power. It's kind of the big, big important difference between two cases there. But nonetheless, they said that it didn't warrant um, um, uh, charges. So there you go. Okay, so let's read a little bit more about this. And this is from the report. So this is not somebody reporting. It's not me saying it. This is the person who investigated the president. Um, this is what he said. That this is the person's whose opinion matters. All, no, none of our opinions matter. Um, because if, if they did, um, at least so if mine did, and, and a few of yours, I'm sure, did, um, president would be charged with something. Or he would at least have to be impeached because the charges would be pending. But anyhow... Our, our opinions don't matter, but you know whose opinions did and does? 
was this special counsel's. Um, so, and this bit is from the chart, uh, well, the, from the report itself. And this part says, Marked Classified Documents About Afghanistan. That is the heading. These documents from fall 2009 have classification markings up to top secret sensitive carpentalized information level. They were found in a box in Mr. Biden's Delaware garage that had contained other materials of great personal significance to them. Hmm. Um, so you're saying that he had top secret documents in his garage, but I'm sure that, you know, if we had top secret documents in our garages, we would just be fine too, as long as we were old and forgetful. Um, probably not. Um, but here's the interesting part, uh, down here. Um, says Mr. Biden wrote his 2007 and 2017 memoirs with the help of a ghostwriter. Cause you know, he didn't do it himself. Cause you know, after all, he'd be plagiarizing if he did it. Cause that's what he does. But you know, he used a ghostwriter in a recorded conversation with his ghostwriter in February of 2017, about a month after he left office, this is after he left office, Mr. Biden said, and by the way, I don't think this ghostwriter had top secret clearance. I'm just putting that out there. Uh, Mr. Biden said while referencing his 2009 Thanksgiving memo that he had just found all the classified stuff downstairs. At the time, he was renting a home in Virginia where he met his ghostwriter to work on his second memoir. Downstairs from where they met was Mr. Biden's office where he stored his papers, etc., etc., etc. Okay. Um, evidence supports the inference that when Mr. Biden said in 2017 that he had just found all the classified stuff downstairs in Virginia, he was referring to the same marked classified documents about Afghanistan that FBI agents found in 2022 in his Delaware garage. So now the, now the president right there, he's claimed all along that he's cooperated with the FBI. But what he doesn't tell you, a part he doesn't say, is that he only cooperated with the FBI after he got caught. Because uh, it's 2017, he still has apparently those top secret documents uh, downstairs in his home. And, but in 2022, those boxes of documents were still at his home for the dot for the FBI to find. So it doesn't sound like he reported that as soon as he un knew that they were there. Hmm. So. All right. Um, blah, blah, blah. I think the reason to basically a lot of giving him excuses. Um, let's see.
Okay, so uh, here's another other interesting part. Uh, Mr. Biden's ghost writer and destruction of evidence. After learning of the special counsel's appointment in this matter, Mr. Biden's ghostwriter deleted audio recordings he had created of his discussions with Mr. Biden during the writing of Mr. Biden's 2017 memoir. The recordings had significant evidentially value. So it sounds like his ghostwriter might be in a little bit of trouble. Although I haven't heard anything about his ghostwriter being charged. Um, he deleted those auto audio files, which sounds a lot like destroying evidence. So there you go. Uh, we considered whether to judge the ghostwriter with obstruction of justice, but we believe the evidence would be insufficient to obtain a conviction and therefore decline to prosecute him. Um, I don't know, I'm not a lawyer, but it seems like evidence is evidence. You don't destroy evidence. You don't have the right to destroy evidence, any evidence. You don't. You can't assume what a jury would find. Maybe the jury would find that that's evidence of um, obstruction of justice. I mean, probably would be enough for me, unless the ghostwriter had a darn good excuse for deleting those files. So, I don't know. Again, not being a lawyer, but to me, it just seems like he is making excuses not to charge anybody with relation to this. Um, possibly because that ghostwriter might have other uh, um, information uh, that he could be used against the president. And so they don't, they just want to squash all of this. Um, so that's what I think. Um, he, while well, the ghostwriter admitted that he deleted the recordings after he learned of the special counsel's investigation, Evans falls short of proving beyond a reasonable doubt that he intended to impede an investigation which is the intent required by law. I don't know about that. I mean, that's, that's pretty sketchy. I mean, I would not want to be that ghostwriter. Apparently, if you're writing for the Bidens, I guess all is okay. So, something tells me that, you know, uh, someone else in the same shoes as that ghostwriter um, would not fare so well. Um, this, this guy is just completely lucky. Again, I think this is just excuses not to press any charges. So, all right, so we're going to go on to, we're going to go on to this next uh, item from Just the News. Uh, Republicans seize on special counsel's remarks on Biden's memory. And so this, I mean, this is the good part. Um, and I'm just going to skip down to the part in the article. It gets right at the heart of it. And this is quoted from the special counsel report that I was just reading from you. 
Um, it says, Mr. Biden would likely present himself to a jury as he did during our interview of him as a sympathetic, well-meaning, elderly man with a poor memory, her concluded. That line appears poised to fuel Republican attacks with the Republican National Committee highlighting the characterization. And there you can see from RNC Research, if you're watching um, a video, um, little RNC Research has already done uh, just that. Biden, so like imitation Biden bumper sticker, it says, Biden, a quote, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. <laughs> and so, yep, so I think this could be the end of the Biden campaign presidency as we've known it. Um, I don't know how you get back from that. Where basically it says, the report says, yeah, we're not going to charge you because we can't. And we know that uh, DOJ uh, under Garland won't let us. Um, but what we are going to do is we're going to tell you why. And we've concluded that although that the their Joe Biden had documents in his possession willfully and knowingly, he will not be charged because he is a forgetful old man. Um, just to paraphrase what um, was said in the report. So that doesn't look good, of course, uh, Joe Biden. You know, um, if you've been following Biden at all uh, during his presidency, you know his mental acuity seems to be on the decline. And this uh, report, the statement in the report, would seem to confirm that. Um, so we let uh, let's see what else did the RNC research account. Uh, say. All right, so further down the article says the RNC research account subsequently posted a series of clips in which Biden appeared to either misspeak or get confused. That's nothing new, but uh, you know, my gosh, the campaign commercials just write themselves. Um, if only the Republicans have sense enough to. Uh, take advantage of the stuff, but we'll see. Uh, Hearst's conclusion come uh, in the wake of other memory-related gaffes from the president. On Sunday, Biden confused French President Emmanuel Macron with former President Francois Mitterrand, with, who died nearly three decades ago. On Wednesday, he twice claimed to have spoken with the late German Chancellor Helmut Kohl shortly after the January 6th Capitol riot. Kohl died in 2017. And that's just a, in a series of uh, gaffes that are long extensive in the case of President. Um, but there are a couple more dead people that apparently 
the president uh, has spoken to. So maybe uh, he's uh, got his Ouija board out or is holding seances in the Oval Office. But um, anyhow, um, if we take the president at his word, then there's some strange things going on afoot inside the White House. Um, but there you go. But moreover, um, you know, if your defense is that you're not competent enough to have basically a, a fair trial. Now, they did not find the president non-compass which means he's not uh, mentally fit to uh, stand trial. Um, but they did find that he's not mentally fit enough to receive a guilty verdict. Now, that's basically what they they said. So, he, I mean, he he's not non-compass mentis, but he's not he was not able to develop uh, sufficient mensurea, as they say. You know, um, mental uh, mental. Um, acuity or or the ability to form intent so he did not have that mensurea so that's interesting if if your um, excuse is going to be that you're too you know that, that no jury is going to convict you because you're too forgetful um, that doesn't bode well. That doesn't say very much about your ability to govern a large nuclear-armed uh, country such as the United States. So, um, this is really bad. I'm sure that his supporters, his inner circle, is just in full panic mode. And, of course... Um, the president, in his way, reacted. He, he got really angry. He did this press conference, which he had, you know, without very much notice. Um, he he thought it was a good idea to push back on this report. That, but that only made things worse. It only had the press openly asking questions about his competency to. Uh, be in the office of president. So not a very good day or week um, for the president there. And so in a little um, related news, also I don't have it up here on the screen, but I can tell you that um, it looks like based on what the Supreme Court has been saying um, the questions that they're asking uh, about the regarding the case of whether or not uh, Colorado is going to keep uh, the president off the ballot or if they can do that. Uh, it doesn't look good. Uh, so I don't think um, that, you know, because if you, you have forgotten or if you uh, remember, the Colorado uh, court, state courts, state Supreme Court said that uh, Trump, as an insurrectionist, now forget the f fact that they haven't proven that, 
they said that he cannot be on the ballot because of, uh, I guess to see, 14th Amendment. And so now the case is in the Supreme Court, and that's about to be slapped down. So it's not a good week for President Joe Biden. And I don't know, I think, you know, at least the, the Republicans are starting to talk about uh, 25th Amendment. I'm wondering if uh, who on his cab in his cabinet would be the one uh, to trigger the uh, activation of the 25th Amendment with regards to the president. Now, of course, that leaves us with a would leave us with a president Kamala Harris. So I don't know if that's much better. Probably there's not. You know, uh, at least on the Republican side, you know, that doesn't sound too much better. I know that doesn't sound much better to me. So I don't know how the Democrats feel about it. I don't, I suspect though that the Democrats uh, are not too excited at the prospect of Kamala Harris becoming president under the 25th Amendment any much more than we Republicans are. Because she seems to be less well well liked than the president, her her approval ratings are also underwater in an election year, and so what will they do? And so a lot of us, including myself, have been predicting that the Democrats are going to ditch President Biden um, in the. Um, Democratic uh, convention this summer. Um, so we will see uh, what happens. Uh, a lot of speculation because um, really we don't know, um, you know, how can President Biden win? You know, what case does he make? You know, it's like, no, I, I should be standing trial and, you know, because really he could solve this. Um, at least politically, he could say he could demand that he be put on trial, that he have his day in court, and he he should say, uh, re request or state publicly that he should be charged. If that's where the evidence leads, he should be charged, but he won't do that. Um, and the special counsel um, basically made. Uh, excuses for him, but that's like horrible. I'm, I'm gonna read that paragraph again just for the fun of it. Uh, this again is from the special counsel, uh, her, his assessment of why his excuse basically of why he's not going to charge the president. And this is great, Mr. Biden would likely present himself to a jury as he did during our interview of him as a sympathetic, well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory. <laughs> so, yeah, that does not very, you know, that's not very um, good for the president. And, of course, the Republicans um, are making hay of this as, as well they should. 
and um, so I like the clever uh, simulated by uh, Biden bumper sticker a Biden a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory I don't know how well that's going to sell in November um, so but this gives the um, Democrats an excuse now to kick him out in the convention. I think this is where this is leading. You know, if the Democrats had not already decided on course of action, should he stay or should he go? Should he, uh, we keep him and take our chances? Well, it turns out that uh, Donald Trump is well ahead in most of the polls, including in, and especially in the battleground states. So it's not looking good. And of course, for Trump to be ahead in the polls, for any Republican really, that means that the Democrat really, I mean, because a tie, um, you know, at least in my experience, when it when there's a tie in the poll, the tie goes to the Republican because basically the sampling works that it, it favors, tends to favor the Democrat. Um, because there's more registered Democrats in the country in most places. So generally speaking, a tie goes to a Republican for, because for a Republican to uh, poll, even, even with a Democrat, that means he has to be really probably, he's probably outperforming the poll. That's just the way it is. It's, I mean, it's not the way it's guaranteed to be, but that's usually the case. Um, and of course, you know, we should, you know, when come November, the thing to do is just forget about the polls and, and really understand that every single vote counts. Um, you know, this will not be, uh, the election to stay on the sideline, to stay home. Um, not if you're interested in the fate of your country remaining a, uh, free democratic republic um, the way the founders intended. So if you're interested in America continuing on as it was, you'll kind of ignore the polls, but you know, you would rather be ahead in the polls, particularly um, now that the presidential election season is in full swing. Um, you'd rather be ahead in the polls than behind, that's for sure. And again, you know, the tie, I, th I think, goes to the Republican just because the way most polls are set up. So um, it's not time to celebrate or do victory laps or anything of the sort. Um, but it is interesting. And so I think this is the beginning of the end of the Biden presidency. He's going to be asked to step aside um, because there is there's so much you know the Democrats just have to decide that they're going to pull the trigger and use the 25th amendment on him or wait for him to be impeached I don't know but um, he I would lay odds that President Biden is not going to be the Democrat uh, candidate for uh, president um, in November. By the time we get to November, we will have a different 
possibly a total uh, change because they will probably want to get Kamala Harris out too. But anyhow, if there were any Democrats on the fence on whether or not to get rid of Joe Biden and replace him um, with somebody else, um, you know, Michelle Obama has been talked about, although kind of unlikely, more likely um, Gavin Newsom would be the one. And Gavin Newsom wants the job, first of all. Um, but yeah, I think they're going to say, you know what, we can't do any worse than Newsom. Once they get to that conclusion, then they're going to um, just go with him. And it's like, you know, you know, we'll just roll the dice with Newsom or whoever. Um, maybe I'll just pick a name out of the hat. I mean, that could be best way for him, actually. Any any random Democrat might be better than um, President Biden or Kamala Harris at this point. Um, very damaged goods. But not looking good again. It's like, what what do you say? I'll just kind of, kind of wrap it up with this. What do you say if you're the president? You have to either argue that no, you're you're uh, deserve to be charged because you're have the mental acuity to be charged with the crime, because um, it says it states that uh, the evidence is that he knowingly and willfully had those documents in his possession. All of, all of that. Uh, damning evidence against him. Um, so he has has to either say that no, he deserves to be charged. That forget about what this guy says. Um, bring on the charges. Let me face my have my day in court. Or he has to um, say yeah, um, go along with it and say it's a good thing they didn't charge me and. I am forgetful enough. So it's like, is he a criminal or is he competent? And that's what he has to decide. He has to decide what, which he's going to go with. And so, um, Mr. Biden probably is going to need some help, um, getting out of the race. Cause I don't think he's going to do it. He's too proud himself. He thinks he's the best thing since, um, you know, uh, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, but anyhow, um, he's a, he's, they're in a bad position now, is he, either he's clueless, he's a doddering old man, or he is a criminal, so, um, not looking good, not in a very good week this, uh, past week for, President Biden. So there you go in this slightly shortened version of the show. So I'm going to leave it there for this week. And as usual, I want to thank you for watching and or listening to Liberty Relearned podcast and for following us on Gutter at LR podcast and following us on uh, Rumble if you'd like to 
watch your podcast. Um, but also you can follow us on Spotify and just about anywhere else you can get podcasts from. So uh, there's that. And we're on Facebook at Liberty Relearn. And also we are on, um, we are, well, we're going to be back on uh, Parlor as soon as they come back up and accept people. We'll be there. Um, so you'll, you'll see us there. Um, hopefully before too long. And also don't forget to follow LibertyRelearn.com 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 So thank you for watching and or listening. And until next time, stay healthy, happy, and free.